98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And Daniel. K. Brown, good morning. It's Friday. Yay. Right, good morning, Tig. You know, sometimes I try to sabotage you, but sometimes I actually look out for you a little bit. And I was doing that the other night. I went and had uh, dinner with your wife before me and her went and saw the, uh, Anastasia performing at the uh, T-Pack. Mm-hmm. I stayed home with my boy watching him so yeah, she could have a night out. a nice sushi dinner at Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was talking about her birthday. I guess it's her birthday and her friend, y'all's neighbor, Laura's birthday. They're having a shared birthday experience. Yes. Instead of, you know, having separate, they're going to do like a Saturday night together. Well, not just them two. It sounds like about 10 people are coming. Huh? And this is going to be quite an impact on your pocketbook, the places she's wanting to go. Why would I? I'm going to pay for her and that's it. I'm not paying for you to come. I think you have to pay for mine too. No, why would I do I think that? you have to pay for everybody. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was like, you know what would be fun, Brittany? What we should do. Let's just do, go like a chain restaurant, like an Olive Garden at Utica Square, and just really go crazy because you could really have a feast at Olive Garden at Utica Square. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, "She says that would be fun to me. I don't think Laura's going to go for it, though. Oh, her So friend. what they're looking for, just to go ahead and prepare your pocketbook, Tig, looking for a nice big dinner. And I said to them, or to Brittany specifically, Tig has gotten to the age now. He can't hear if it's loud in there, so you're going to have to book a place that has like a private room. Oh my God! Why are you trying to sabotage me? No, it's just the truth. So you say, uh, for we example, gotta have- we went to Britney Baseball's birthday dinner. She had it at Bird and Bottle, great place by the way. But it was too loud; you couldn't hear anybody. I couldn't hear anything in there. If there's any, like, I don't know if anybody else goes through this. I can hear you right now, fine. Right. And I can hear the radio fine, and I can watch television fine. But if I get into any space where there's any background noise whatsoever, I almost have to pretend like I know what's going on and just nod, and people could. People could be saying something like, yeah, I lost my grandma. And I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't know what to say because so, I can't yeah, hear yeah, the loudness, I'm like, if you want Tig to have a good time, we're going to have to go somewhere <laughs> quiet <laughs> and with a private room. Yeah. That takes Mondo's off the table because Mondo's is loud on over on uh, Peoria, mm-hmm. Brookside. So, you know, I tried my best to angle for like an Olive Garden or something like that, but it looks like it's got to be something fancy Some and fancy. with a private room. Well, I'd rather save money and not hear the whole night, to be honest. Well, you ought to go to a birthday dinner with you, Ty, because it's basically like being there with a mannequin. Ty can't hear anything. He's just looking around. You sat at the end of the table last time at the birthday dinner, and he didn't talk to a single soul Well, they need to put me in the middle because I can't hear. There's no way I'm going to hear the guy at the end of the table talking. No way in the world. Well, thanks for that, Daniel. Sounds like you're going to... I'm trying to help you out. You're her friend, too. You should pay, I was pushing for, uh, you know, like, like I said, like a chain restaurant. She wants to go somewhere fancy. There's too many great restaurants in Tulsa, by the way. There are so many good restaurants here. It really is. If you've always lived here your whole life, you don't get the context, but we've lived other places, and this is a great You know a town. quiet place, Ruth Chris. Very expensive, too. <laughs> well, see, that's all you think about is that it's your wife. It's worth it, but, uh, you know, it's pricey. <laughs> you ever seen that thing where restaurants will roast each other on their signs? You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll put a message to the uh, competitor, and I, the competitor I, I comes back. I love that. I don't see it that often. Oh, it's though. so great. It happened in Missouri, this time with McDonald's and uh, Dairy Queen. Uh-oh. Yeah. What happened? Uh, they're roasting each other. And one, I guess Dairy Queen or McDonald's started it and said, hey, would you like to have a sign war? And the other guy's like, hey, we'd like to have a sign war. So um, McDonald's actually said, hey, Dairy Queen, do you want to have a sign war? And the nearby Dairy Queen accepted the challenge. And they said, well, they kind of accepted it. They said, we would, but we're too busy making ice cream. Uh, this is on the sign itself now. Yes, you need this, to, is, this like, is outside. This up. So they're out there. It's not just all a conversation. They One day, McDonald's went out there and put up those big letters on their sign that says this, and then Dairy Queen responds. Yes. 
So uh, McDonald says, hey, DQ, do you want to have a sign war? And DQ says, we would, but we're too busy making ice cream. McDonald's responded on their sign, that's cute. Our ice cream makes itself. Well, they opened up a bag of worms with that one. <laughs> Can you guess why? <laughs> Our ice cream makes itself? Yeah, because they're saying, like, uh, we don't have to, like, we're not busy with that because it just comes out of the machine. Oh, yeah. And um, then Dairy Queen says, you mean it actually works? Shocker. Because, you know, it has a reputation for not working. <laughs> and McDonald's goes, wow, salty. <laughs> Well, that's no comeback at all. Wow, salty. And then the the bank across the street gets involved. Oh, boy. And the bank says to uh, McDonald's, says, ice cream machine broken? We have a loan for that. So, like, there's this awesome sign war going on in this. We need sign wars in Tulsa. How? I mean, wouldn't you just drive by that every day to see what the new message was? I would. I don't see a bunch of signs with those kind of, like, funny sayings, do you? Well, you're good at writing stuff like that. I mean, maybe we could encourage, um, you know, what are the two restaurants right across the street from each other here? Claws and Weber's, but they oh. don't have a sign that says anything. Oh, man, too bad, because we could get them in a war. We need, like, two barbecue joints across the street. We could work on that. So if you got any ideas, hit us up on uh, Facebook. We could get a sign war started in your town. It's Tiger Dano on Facebook, T-I-G-E and Dano. That's T-I-G-E and Dano on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Tig, we were at the lake recently over the 4th of July together, me and you, and um, my dad has a lake house in Alabama right on the lake, and he has a jet ski. This jet ski is from 1992. I mean, that is unbelievable. I mean, that's a 30-year-old jet ski. It's a real piece. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, I... I think I'm the only one who's able to get this thing going. And listen, I'm not mechanically involved at all. I can't, I have no brain when it comes to that. But I think I'm the only one who can get this jet ski, jet ski started and going. And once I get it warmed up, then it'll crank right up. But have you noticed that I have magic fingers when it comes to that? It was stunning because uh, you don't have any discernible talents that I not know at of all. at You're all. Right. And I was out there with this jet ski. I had to charge up the battery. I'm like priming it. I'm choking it. I mean, and I would be starting that thing so long that the eventually the battery would, battery would die, and mm -hmm. then I would have to recharge the battery. I couldn't get this dang thing started to save my life, and I was infuriated. Do you know there's a story behind how I know how to operate this thing so well? Okay, well, I'd like to hear it. Okay, so do you remember that time me and you were working in Nashville, and we got la we got laid off? Mm -hmm, it yeah. was during COVID, and uh, right before COVID, so we got laid off, and we had to spend about six months off the radio. And during that time, I was down at Alabama at, the, at my dad's lake house with him. During this time, if COVID wasn't bad enough, these, this guy gets diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. He got colon cancer. Your dad. Yeah. So he has to go have a surgery performed. Well, while all this is going on, I'm down in Alabama. He has to go in for this procedure, and he can't have visitors. So he has to just lay up there in the hospital by himself. Because of COVID. Yeah, like 10 days right by himself. I was down in Alabama. Uh, I used to date this lady named Stephanie, and she has a son named Caden that I've talked about before. Me and him were, were close. And he came and spent some time with me at the lake there while we were, you know, waiting on my dad to recover from this cancer and all that. And he had got this jet ski so that me and Caden could ride around and things like that. And, again, it's 1992. This thing's no good at all. But uh, this guy would call me, and I guess to take his mind off what he was going through with the cancer, he would call me and be like, did you guys get the jet ski finally running? So I had spent about a week trying to learn the uh, nuances of this jet ski because it seemed like at the time that was my dad's, like, final wish 
in case he didn't pull through, he kept wondering about that jet ski. Mm -hmm. That's how I was able to learn how to get this thing going. So you spent a week with this thing, and you learned the little nuances of this right. particular jet uh, well, ski. Well, I couldn't go see him in the hospital, so the only thing I could do was sit out there and try to fool with this jet ski because he wanted very much for Caden to be able to ride the jet ski. I had no idea that... Um, no wonder you were able to get because I was I was so frustrated with that thing that it was like I only have five days on vacation. I've spent about two of them trying to get a jet ski started, mm -hmm. and you got out there like a magician and would just start it. What was the key? I, I don't understand. I guess the key was just like it was so important to my dad, and it was such an important time that that he wanted this thing to be able to run while he's laid up in the hospital. Yeah, I didn't know the backstory. That somehow I figured out the nuances of this jet ski. Well, now I don't. Now I feel bad about calling the jet ski a piece. I oh, it's it was... a piece. I'll tell you right now because I, I, it took a lot of trial and error with this jet ski. I mean, I would tie this thing was a, I would get this thing crunk, take it about a mile out, and then the thing would just die on me. Oh, my God. And so there were some times that I was uh, in pretty rough predicament because if you're out in the middle of a lake and nobody's around and you're just stuck on this thing, you can just sit there and bake. And you were motivated to learn how to start it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised if you really right. put your mind to something. Isn't it weird how you can accomplish these kind of things? Yes. And uh, now I don't feel like such an idiot because you, you spent with a, a week with it. Oh, yeah. It took me forever. Yeah. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. Tig, were you at the hospital when your son was born? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, a nurse. She is a, works at a hospital, and according to this one nurse, I've got the craziest reasons fathers have missed the birth of their children. Wow. I know that some people, like, uh, serving in the military, that's reasonable. You know, you're abroad. Uh, sometimes, like, airline pilots can't be home because they don't know exactly the day or something. I feel like uh, if you're serving abroad, that's a reasonable Yes, that's reason. reasonable. Uh, some of these, I think, you're going to be a little surprised. These, again, from a nurse. Uh, labor and delivery nurse on TikTok giving some of the reasons Dudes that aren't the up. dads did not witness the birth of their child. Here we go. Hi, I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and I'm going to go over crazy reasons why a father missed the birth of his child. These are in no particular order because they are all absurd if you ask me. Number one, he went to go get food. I had a patient. I thought she was going to go fast, and I told him I had a feeling, but he insisted that he did not like hospital food, and he went to get fast food. Missed the birth of a child. <laughs> Number two, his phone was on silent. His wife was gracious enough to let him stay home while she labored a little bit, but he wanted to get a good nap in, so he put his phone on silent. Coming at number three, he went to a fantasy football draft. Yes, he left her during labor, and he said it would be really quick. So he went, missed the birth of his child. At number four, he had to feed the cat. It was an outdoor cat. And at number five, he left the room to talk to an ex who was in the parking lot. I don't know what the conversation they were having, but we tried to call him. He was not answering. And I have plenty of these stories. <laughs> Whoa. The, I think, which, what's the worst one? I'm trying to think of the, the worst. Well, what's I think, the deal with the ex well, being at the hospital? Like, I don't know. It was an ex, like ex-wife, and maybe they share a, a different kid together. Yeah, he I think a, the fantasy football's the worst. That's pretty bad, man. Like, everything just goes on the back burner when your wife's in labor. I got to be honest. Had you missed your the birth of your son, would you have been able to forgive yourself? No, or? I don't think so, especially since I didn't have a re good reason to miss it. It wasn't like I was laid up in a hospital, too. I mean, there was, I mean, going to a fantasy football draft or going downstairs to talk to somebody in the parking lot, that's ridiculous, right? How long was your wife in labor? Uh, you know, it was a long one. 
I mean, I remember sleeping at the hospital when there was still no baby and stuff like that. So, so like I didn't know if it would hours. be reasonable to go grab lunch during a... I did leave a couple times, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, see, I you did. could have been right in the same boat, then. But I had my phone with me, and I never left. I would say I was always within 100 yards of the front door of that hospital. In fact, one night I went down. <laughs> one night she fell asleep, and I'm sitting up there in that, you know, awful uh, hospital rooms are. And the TV's terrible. I don't know what it is. They got an HDTV in there, but it's still grainy. It's just awful. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs and get a drink at the bar across the street. And I went down there, and I had that medical bracelet on, you know, that they give dads. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went into the bar, and the bartender saw it, and she says, oh, your wife's in labor. And I said, yep. So apparently a lot of dads would go over. But I had my phone on me. There's no way I would have missed it. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Tig and Dano. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Is that- $100 gas card right now. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're giving away $10,000 local contest, by the way. Not one of these national things. This is just for folks who listen to 98.5 The Bull right here in Tulsa. And today, Mindy's with us. Hey, good morning, Mindy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. Where do you live, Mindy? Tulsa. Have you grown up in Tulsa or did you move here from somewhere? Uh, broken arrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So I've got a general knowledge trivia question or quiz here for you. Are you ready to roll? Absolutely. Are you nervous at all? Maybe a little. <laughs> okay, you don't need to be nervous. Uh, you know, we can kind of help you out too if you get stuck on something. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Sure. How many letters are in the English alphabet, Mindy? 26. Boom. K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T. Yeah, we get all those. By the way, these yeah. are these are fifth grade level questions. So okay. We, we should be able to get through this, right? All right. What's the main character in a story called? Antagonist, protagonist, or main antagonist? Main antagonist. No, protagonist. Protagonist. Yeah. According to this survey. Mindy, how many continents are there? Africa, Asia, seven. Seven is correct. Which one are we on? North America. Nope, I'm sorry. We're on North America. <laughs> oh, good. I thought I was lost. <laughs> All right. How many states are a part of these United States? Fifty. You're doing good. Who is credited? And by the way, there's I see a school with this guy's name on it here in Tulsa. Drive by it sometimes. Who is credited with inventing the light bulb? Um, Benjamin Franklin. No, I, the rumor is, though, that he went out and uh, flew a kite with a key on it so he'd get struck by lightning on purpose. But uh, now this is a not Benjamin Franklin, another smart guy. Back in the day. Thomas Edison. There you go. My bad. (laughs) Who was the 16th president of the United States? Was it George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, or Aaron Burr? Abraham Lincoln. The rail splitter. Honest Abe, you're right. And finally, (laughs) I think you got this one. How many stars are on the flag of the United States of America? Because they each represent states, right? 
Exactly. So I guess if we add another state, we're going to have to figure out the design of the flag because it, it's like, it looks good now, but if you add another star to that, I don't know how they're going to figure out the pattern, you know? It would totally throw the pattern off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of things I worry about. That's what's wrong with me. It's uh, Mindy winning a $100 gas card. So how do you feel about that? Oh, my gosh. So blessed. Thank you so much. Next time you go, you don't have to worry about that meter going up and up and up because 98.5 The Bull has paid for it for you. And we've got another chance for you guys coming up at 840, another $100 gas card. Mindy, would you do me a favor? Absolutely. Would you say, hey, this is Mindy, everybody. Hey, this is Mindy, everybody. And I just got filled up by Tig and Daniel. And I just got filled up by Tig and Daniel. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. New from Morgan Wallen, you proof, and now new shout-outs. It's sensual shout-outs, your chance to hear your name on the radio in a very sensual way. When you like us on Facebook, we'll see your name pop up. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Just follow us or like us on Facebook right now. Daniel, good morning. Yeah, i got to give a quick shout-out, Tig, to uh, Hunter. He's four years old. He loves Tig and Daniel. He sent us a video message here. Wake up with us and Tig and Daniel on today's Art Country. Not eight five. Thank you, Hunter. Do what Hunter said. That's right. <laughs> wake, wake up with us. A very sensual good morning to J.W. Costner, Ray Franklin. Ooh, girl, you must be a scratch-off ticket because I like you a lottery. Oh, and that, uh, that drawing is tonight, the it Mega is, Millions. Yeah. Sensual good morning to Joy Yoder, Gina Blevins. Here we go. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool. Joy Yoder. Sensual good morning to Chuck Carter, Tanya, Marbury. Ooh, girl, I must be a horse because I'm looking for a stable relationship. Sensual good morning to Sarah LaFerve. And Taylor, ooh, girl, you must be a gas station that's been working out because your body's looking gasoline. <laughs> and we got this gas card, another $100 yeah. gas card coming up at 840. In honor that? of that, a very sensual good morning to Debbie, Frangani, Jason Robinson, ooh, boy. If your booty was a gas station, it'd be called Thick Trip. Boy. Uh -oh. Here we go. Central shout-outs. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Jackie Upton. Ooh, girl. You must be steak sauce. Because you're looking A-wonderful this morning. Oh, that's nice. Very sensual. That would definitely work in a club. I think so. A sensual good morning to Tammy Bishop. Ooh, girl. You must live in Pawhuska. Because I want you pioneer me. <laughs> you know, like Pioneer One. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I get it. That's very and special. finally, a very sensual good morning to Montana Cox. Ooh, girl. I'm the opposite of Ross. Because I want you to undress for less. Ty and Daniel fill you up.
98.5 The Bull. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel, and we're giving away $10,000 in gas to help ease that pain at the pump. Listen every day to The Bull, 740 in the morning and 840 in the morning to win a $100 gas card. And then on Thursday, July 28th, we'll have a wild card gas giveaway. Be listening for the grand finale event location and how you could win up to $1,000 in gas. All right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Not that far away from another $100 gas card, and we're going to do something called the wild card gas giveaway where somebody's going to win $1,000 in gas cards, and there's a lot more. There's like $150 and $500, and we're going to do that next week at a secret location. We tell you where to where to go Monday morning right here on 98.5 The Bull. Next chance at $100 gas, $840. Welcome into Did You See, brought to you by... I care associates of South Tulsa. I was talking earlier about how many things are filmed in Oklahoma, and we have Tulsa King, Killers of the Flower Moon, and now another guy's making his way for his TV show. Uh, Daniel, let's see. Uh, I'm going to play his voice, and then you tell me if you can identify this voice. He, it's very recognizable because he does a lot of commercials, like for television and radio. Here it is. Our world and everything in it, it's all connected. It's exciting. And when you dig deep, you find hidden links. How did a volcanic eruption save Eminem's career? So Mike Rowe, you know that voice, right? Yeah, uh, he has a, what's that name of that podcast he does? Well, he's got a few. Um, and one he quit doing. Let me look this up real quick. It was a short one. It was very reminiscent. It's called of, The Story Behind the yeah, Story. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of Paul Harvey. It really was. If you enjoyed listening to Paul Harvey, who, by the way, got his start on this very radio station, Paul Harvey. Um, <laughs> so it's gone downhill since it, <laughs> yeah. uh, since he was on the station. But Mike Rowe does a podcast, and he's, it's, it's not as good as Paul Harvey, but it's in that realm, you know? And so he's doing this TV version of it, and I guess some of it's going to be shot in Bartlesville. So pretty cool. Good morning to you, Daniel. That is cool. Uh, Ty, did you see that? Shania Twain is coming out with a documentary on Netflix. Been in the works for a long, long time. Should be pretty interesting. Didn't she have a hard time there for a while? I think she's in a bad marriage, and she really had a, a rough time. You want to see people go crazy at the club? Put on a Shania Twain song. Mm -hmm. Ladies love it. Like, that don't impress me much. Okay, don't murder it. Okay. But, yeah, people go absolutely nuts for that. Speaking of Netflix, I saw yesterday in the news they've lost a million subscribers. Yeah. You know, I think they got lucky with the pandemic in a way. There's a lot of businesses that did better during the pandemic. Amazon being one. Netflix, you're stuck at home. So you have things delivered to your house. You're stuck at home, so you can't go to the movies. So you watch movies at home. But I don't know if that's a function of that it's a bad service rather than they got a little bit of a jolt during the pandemic, and now that people are going back to their lives and saying, I, don't, I can't watch Netflix anymore, I mean, it, it doesn't mean they're it, bad, does it? It's not that, it? Ty. It's the perfect storm. They've get, they're getting some really bad reviews on some shows. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, like there's a new show out called Resident Evil, and it was based off a video game. Getting completely trashed. They say this, the, contents, the, the, the quality of the content is declining. They've raised the rates. Mm -hmm. They're cracking down on the password sharing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably why they're kind of losing subscribers. And my buddy has a thing. He said, look, I don't watch everything on Netflix. So what I'm doing is just waiting every like four or five months till there's a show on it I like. Then I'll have it for a month and then get rid of it that's again right. until more shows come out. You know, and there's other ones like HBO Max and um, like there's a show that I love that's on HBO. But now that they upload them all at once... You don't have to have it for six months to catch. The, they don't release it like they do on television where you got to watch every week. They just put 15 shows on there. So you could buy it for a month, watch the show you want, cancel, 
and move on to something else. Yeah, it would be a lot of work. But, yeah, just think about that if you just every month rotated what service you had. Yes. Pretty good idea. I'm thinking I'm talking myself into it. Not a bad idea at all. And then I looked at the Netflix stock to see if it crashed, but it's still doing all right. Yeah. Also, Ty, finally, just see this. A serious, your son loves Pokemon, right? A serious 62-year-old man in South Carolina says somebody stole a bunch of his first edition cards from him recently. Police are investigating it. How much money do you think in Pokemon cards? First edition. Oh, my God. Uh, it could be worth millions, right? The police report says that the cards were valued at half a billion dollars. Half a billion? The guy says the cops made a mistake. It was more like 500,000. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Half a billion dollars. What a typo in the police report. That is, uh, that is a very special typo to have. Like, even if I had the most valuable Pokemon cards, I really wouldn't know what to do with them. Or you, like, like, say, you say sell you them, man. Go to on who? eBay, man. Like, if right now you had in your possession, when, when we were all younger, we thought if we had a Babe Ruth card, mm -hmm. you know, you could retire off that. Like, if you had a Babe Ruth card in your possession, where, where would you even take that to sell it? The uh, internet? You, could, you can get it. Um, you can go to auction houses like Sotheby's and stuff like that, and they'll auction it off for you. I don't you think there's no Sotheby's in Tulsa. Whatever. No, you mail it to England or wherever they do oh, the yeah, auction. right. Yeah. <laughs> then they lose it. Put it on a ship. Speaking <laughs> of uh, over a half a billion dollars. Uh, the uh, lottery, 600-something. I don't have the final calculation. It depends on how many people buy tickets. But it's over $600 million, the Mega Millions. Uh, that drawing is tonight at 10 o'clock. So you got until 10. Uh, I guess they cut it off about 15 minutes before 10 or something. But you got some time to get a lottery Should ticket. Should we collect money from the people in the office here and let's all do No, because I, I don't like all that because I read about a Waffle House where they uh, they all split it up, but one lady wasn't at work that day, and she sued and said normally I would have been in. You know, it just all gets. And plus, bosses shouldn't allow that. You make a good point about this. A boss should not allow their employees to do a lottery pool at work because guess what happens? If you guys win the lottery, you can everybody's gonna be <laughs> you can have out. no employees. That's right. So tonight at ten, the Mega Millions over a half billion dollar jackpot. And the light, that's how we do, how we do. Fancy light. You'd be fancy with a hundred dollar gas car. It's 98.5 the bull. Wanna remind you that we're doing the wild card gas giveaway next week on Thursday at a location we have not revealed yet. By the way, you want to be at this location anyway. It's a fun place. And you can win all the way up to a $1,000 gas card. The lowest is 150 so you're going to be pretty well if you get in on that. But for now, we got a $100 gas card. Hey, who's this? This is Christy. Hey, Christy. And uh, you said you're calling from Broken Arrow, Coweta area, you said? That's right. Are you ready uh, to do the quiz? Because these are fifth grade questions. How do you feel like you're going to do on this? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to do pretty good. I'm a little nervous. Oh, okay. All right. She's got some confidence with her. And um, if we get through this, you'll have a $100 gas card. And we continue this all next week pretty much up until Thursday. Are you ready for this now? I'm ready. Okay. Christy. Yes. New York City is the most populated city in the United States of America. What is the second most populated city? Ooh, Los Angeles. That is the correct answer. I was right. You got it right. <laughs> I guess Chicago right. would be third, and then other cities kind of fall behind that. All right, next question. Okay. 
Which state is located outside of North America? This is the United States state, but it's not in North America. What is it? Mm, Hawaii. You did good in fifth grade, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got all these so far. Uh, okay. who, is, who was the president of the United States during the Civil War? Oh, gosh. Um, Lincoln? You sure? No, but I'm going to go with it. Honest Abe is the correct answer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how well you did in sixth grade, but fifth grade, it sounds like you breezed right through fifth grade. I guess. What gas is needed to breathe? Oxygen. Nope, it's oxygen. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, you got it. Okay. All right, finally. Now, this might be a little tough. I'm not sure. Maybe you'll get this right off the bat. Sounds like you did good in fifth grade, but here we go. Which ocean? Okay. Which ocean now? Do you know a lot about oceans? Uh, just a couple. Which ocean sits in between New York City and London, England. Oh, gosh. Atlantic? Christy. What? You've just aced the quiz. Woo! <laughs> and you deserve a $100 gas card for that. My gosh. So next time you go to the pump and you see the little meter, click, 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 click. You're not paying for that. 98.5 The Bull is. All right. Thank you. You're so welcome. And uh, guys, we're back on Monday. Another chance, 740 and 840. $100 gas card. Christy, could you do me a favor? What's that? Could you say, hey, everybody, it's Christy. Hey, everybody, it's Christy. And I just got filled up by Ty and Daniel. And I just got filled up by Ty and Daniel. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. On 98.5 The Bull.